Today's guest is an outstanding individual, a phenomenal golfer with a pretty smile. He got honors in high school and has amazing hair. Some may say he's a son that they wish they had. It's the one and only me. That was the most narcissistic, self-centered I think I have ever been. Um, I'm going solo today. On today's show, I discuss all things Euro 2020, from the drama in the group stage to the knockout stage that has just begun. The group stage was a roller coaster of events, from Andrea Bocelli opening the tournament in Rome, where Italy came out victorious on opening night, to Germany's thrilling 4-2 victory over Portugal. The tournament's group stage exceeded expectations. We may have already witnessed the goal of Euro 2020, where Czech Republic striker Patrick Schick scored an absolute laser in their 2-0 victory over Scotland, making it the longest goal ever recorded in European Championship history at 49.7 yards and the furthest since 1980. You want a goals, you got them. There were a total of 94 goals scored in the 36 group stage matches, an amount that well oversets the record for most in history. Back in 2016, where the tournament expanded to 24 teams for the first time, we saw 69 coming from the group stage with a total of 108. A big boost in goals has been players scoring on their own net. Euro 2020 holds the record for most own goals scored at a European Championship final tournament, and the knockout stages have yet to start. With two coming last Wednesday by Slovakia in Spain's 5-0 victory, where one of them came from Slovakia goalkeeper Martin Dubravka, who hit the ball right into his own goal. Was he playing volleyball? Because it looked like he was serving it right into his own goal. Spain's 5-0 victory over Slovakia tied the record for biggest victory margin thanks to those two Slovakia own goals. With those two, it made it eight so far at the Euro 2020, making it already five more than the tournament record of three that was set at Euro 2016. From the 76th tournament through 2016, there have only been nine goals in 40 years. And before this year, there had never been a game with two own goals. We have seen two in the past weeks. Speaking of records, Poland's Kacper Kozłowski became the youngest player to appear at a European Championship at 17 years, 246 days during Poland's 1-1 draw with Spain. With group favorites Italy, Belgium, and the Netherlands cruising a perfect 3-0 into the round of 16, it was not as easy for the three-time European champion Spain, who required a win in their final match to book a ticket to the final 16, doing so in style. 2016 quarterfinalists Poland failed to advance from the group stage, but they surely did not disappoint before heading home. Rallying back from two goals down to even things up late thanks to Polish captain Robert Lewandowski, who scored both with Poland almost pulling off the comeback. Despite the loss, this was one of Poland's best matches at the Euros. The defense can surely improve, but overall it was the first time that Poland had scored more than one goal. The current best player in the world, Robert Lewandowski, who could have had a hat-trick, passed up two glorious opportunities to equalize from a corner hitting pretty much the exact same part of the crossbar with two headers. 
the luck was definitely in Sweden's favor. After a Polish goal got called off because of an offside, Lewandowski's glorious opportunities ringing off the bar not once but twice, as well as monstrous saves from Swedish goalkeeper Robin Olsen, denying Piotr a few times from range. It was a game that Poland could have won by a few goals. Then again, Poland had luck versus Spain when the Spaniards missed the penalty that would have sent the Poles home had that ball went in. When the draw had the 2014 World Cup winners, Germany, the 2016 Euro champions, Portugal, and 2018 World Cup winners, France, all in one group, it seems nearly impossible for Hungary to put any real challenge on the three big monsters. But in fact, they did so. Playing two games in Budapest with full capacity crowds helped. With Hungary playing a hard-fought 90 minutes against all three powerhouse teams, their 3-0 loss to Portugal was not a good representation of the way they played. Just moments prior to scoring for Portugal, the Hungarian side went up 1-0 until it was ruled offside. They went on to draw against the defending World Cup champions and nearly took down Germany. The player who has stood out most is none other than Cristiano Ronaldo. Scoring two penalties in Portugal's 2-2 draw versus France, he tied the overall men's scoring record with 109 goals. Totaling five goals through the group stage, he leads the way with most goals scored. The player that has been most disappointing, at least for me, is Kylie Mbappe. The 22-year-old has created chances with eight total attempts to three matches, but has yet to find a way to put the ball in the back of the net. Am I being tough on the Frenchman? You tell me. Perhaps it's because I predicted him as a top scorer of the tournament and heading into the round of 16, he's stuck with zero. The knockout stage starts June 26th with Wales and Denmark clashing off as the opening match. As a side note, when this episode does air on Monday, the round of 16 will be over halfway finished. That still doesn't mean we can't talk about it. I'll read out the matchups quickly. Belgium versus Portugal, Italy versus Austria, France versus Switzerland, Croatia versus Spain, Sweden versus Ukraine, England versus Germany, the Netherlands taking on Czech Republic, Wales against Denmark. Those are your 16 teams that advanced. With the knockout stage set, it's a lopsided bracket. And a series of high-profile matchups are in that round of 16. Now, is this the year we see England go all the way? That's the big question. Is it finally coming home? Ultimately, if they can take down Germany, they have a legitimate chance at going to the finals. It's not an easy road, but it's surely an advantage over the other nations. Denmark is a side that can surprise and shouldn't be slept on. But if England keep playing the good football they have been, the opportunity is there. What about the other team? Well, it's far tougher for them. We saw during the group stage that this can go either way. Italy, Belgium, France, the defending Euro champions, Portugal. It's tough to say. In my episode with Christian Jack, I predicted France going all the way, winning back-to-back with Belgium being a close second. And after France's group stage, I stick with my choice, but it won't be easy. You have the possibilities of facing Italy, Belgium, Portugal, Spain, all those teams along the way. So it all depends on the outcomes, but it's no easy road. What's most exciting about knockout stages is that we can make predictions. And that's exactly what we're doing. 
I'll read out the matchups from one side of the bracket, starting with the round of 16 and move to the first team I have in the final. Then I will do the same with the other side of the bracket. Now, again, this episode is recorded before it's released, so there's no cheating. I don't want any messages of people coming at me and saying you cheated or you made these predictions after a few games happened. No, no, no. The round of 16, the first side of the bracket, Belgium versus Portugal. I respect Ronaldo and I love his game, but this can be Belgium's last shot at European glory. With the likes of Lukaku, De Bruyne and Hazard, it's hard to see Belgium exiting early this time around. My pick here goes to Belgium. Italy versus Austria. After going a perfect 3-0 and not conceding a single goal, it's tough to see Austria taking down the Italian side. I have Italy moving forward. France versus Switzerland. The Swiss made their ways into the round of 16 as one of the best third place teams. But the question is, can they take down the defending World Cup champions? I'm taking the team I have winning it all, France, on this one. Croatia versus Spain. Both sides finished second in the groups, making it a tough one to call. Both Spain and Croatia needed to win their final matches in order to advance to the knockout stages. And they did so in fashion. Spain crushed Slovakia 5-0 and Croatia took down Scotland 3-1 with their captain Luka Modric scoring the winner. If Spain plays the way they did versus Poland and Sweden, I can see an early exit for the Spanish side. However, after their thumping win over Slovakia, I can see this team being the one victorious in this matchup. I have Spain moving on. On to the quarterfinals. Belgium versus Italy. Belgium getting through Portugal is tough enough. Now they have to face a strong Italian side who can use many weapons to get by you. I would say flip a coin. But since we can't do that, I'll go with my gut feeling, and that's Belgium advancing to the semis. France versus Spain. The last time these two sides met at the European Championships was back in 2012 during the quarterfinals where Spain won 2-0 sending them to the semis in which they would win and go on to the finals to win their second straight Euro title. But that was nine years ago and times have changed. France are defending World Cup champions and defending Euro runner-ups. Where Spain, on the other hand, failed to advance from the group stage of the 2014 World Cup and were eliminated in the round of 16 at both Euro 2016 and the 2018 World Cup. Can Spain pull it off? Sure. But my pick here will be France. Semi-final number one, Belgium versus France. My two favorites to go all the way. Uh, If France keeps their composure, these guys go back to the finals. This one's tough to pick, but I'm going to stick with my pick to win it all. France. On to the second side of the bracket, going back to the round of 16, starting with Sweden taking on Ukraine. The Swedes are strong, especially when it comes to defense. Before the Poland game, they had only conceded one goal in seven matches in all international competitions. It will be tough for Ukraine to surpass them. I'm going to go with Sweden on this one. England versus Germany. I mentioned earlier that if England can get by Germany, they have a legitimate shot at going to play for the title at Wembley Stadium. After Germany's group stage performance, it's hard to say what we will see from this German side. England were one of two teams to not concede a goal during group play. So I'm going to have them taking down Germany. The Netherlands versus Czech Republic. I'm usually not someone off the bat to make a score prediction, but 3-1 for the Dutch side. I think 
I think the Czechs, they're going to score one and make it an interesting game for sure. But the firepower and scoring for the Netherlands will come through in this one. They have my pick. Wales against Denmark. After losing their captain Eriksson and falling to Finland in the first game and then losing to Belgium, it seemed as if Denmark were on their way out of the Euros. After a strong game against the Russians, winning 4-1, to they finished second in the group. Remember that against Belgium, they were ahead by halftime and played a solid game there too. Denmark should, and I am confident that they will win this one easily. Quarterfinal number one, Sweden versus England. If you're a fan of a defensive style play, this is the game for you. Of course, that's if it happens. Surely it won't be a gold-filled match with two strong defensive sides going at it. It's a game that will either finish 1-0 in someone's favor or 2-1 with extra play. I can't see any other result personally. But only time will tell. I'll take England moving forward. Quarterfinal number two, Netherlands versus Denmark. With the games I predicted so far, there hasn't been any real upset. So we'll go with one here. I will take Denmark advancing to the semis over the Netherlands. I mentioned that the way this team has been playing since their game against Belgium, it's like a spark lit up in them. They're playing for not only themselves, and the country, they're playing for their captain. It's another good game, and I'll take Denmark moving forward. On to the second semifinal, England versus Denmark. When I did my early predictions, there was no way I saw this as a semifinal matchup, but somehow we're here. As much as the Danes are a hell of a team that can surprise anyone, it's tough seeing them taking down England at Wembley, where over 60,000 fans are expected to attend. My pick here is England. So just like that, my final is here. I got France and I got England. Is it finally coming home? Nope, not for me. Sorry, England fans. The 60,000 fans may help against Denmark, but not against the world champions. My prediction was always France going back to back. I can't see England taking them down. But hey, that, that's what makes these tournaments so exciting. Anything can happen. My 2020 European champions are France. And just like that, the end of the show is here. A special thanks to anyone who has tuned in. Be sure to leave your thoughts and predictions in the comments and on social media. I want to say a big thank you for listening. New episodes of the Matthew Gronica show for season one differ. So make sure to follow the show on social media at Gronica show to stay updated when new shows are out. I'll have the links in the description. That's all for this week. Take care, everybody. Yeah.